You're listening to the Mountainside Kairos Podcast. Uh, hey church, it's Jesse here. And today in our podcast, we're taking a look at Hebrews chapter 12. <clears throat> Hebrews chapter 12 envelops a theme of endurance. Now there's a lot of things a person can endure. Uh, whether it's a person enduring through sickness, or enduring a heartbreak, or enduring through your kid's favorite TV show, the one that they've watched 87 times before. Or maybe you've endured a hike, or endured in a race, like a marathon or a competition of athletics of some sort. Perhaps you've had to endure ridicule or humiliation, or even simply having to endure patiently waiting for something that you or a loved one needs. Whether one or all of these things are something you've experienced, endurance requires a few things of us. And those things are getting rid of things that hinder you, endurance requires discipline, and endurance requires a goal. In Hebrews 12, verses 1 to 3, it says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. Let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. In my youth, I was a gymnast. And in my training, my coach would often have me and my friends put weights on ourselves while we practice our moves and routines, and he would make us do them over and over again, trying to build up our endurance. But in the weeks leading up to our competitions, we would shed the extra weight, and all those movements that had been so difficult suddenly became much simpler, only because we shed the weight that was holding us back. Now, the writer of Hebrews is speaking in a similar way when he says in verse 1, let us throw off everything that hinders. In our race of faith, as we run, run for and towards Jesus, there are plenty of things that slow us down. The writer calls them sin that so easily entangles. Things like our desires or our thoughts, maybe our pride or selfishness, or our arrogance or anger could be what we do for entertainment or the way we speak. All of these aspects of our life hinder our ability to endure. If we're not doing them for the Lord, they slow us down and distract us. But getting rid of these hindrances requires discipline, and discipline is tough. Similarly, in my gymnastics days, my coach would have us do the same things over and over and over again, until it felt like we were too exhausted to keep going. Sometimes I feel like his motto must have been, go until you can't, and then keep going. But what my coach knew in those moments, which I couldn't recognize at the time, was that at the end of the day, we would be better and much more prepared for competition than if we hadn't been disciplined in that way. In verse 7, the writer of Hebrews says, Endure hardship as discipline. Endure hardship as discipline. And again, 
He says in verse 10, God disciplines us for our good in order that we may share in his holiness. So if hardship is discipline and discipline is meant for our good, then perhaps the sickness we endure is meant to force our hope in God and the heartbreak we endure, perhaps to put God's love in perspective, maybe watching our child's TV show again makes us patient. Maybe the ridicule and humiliation we endure tears down our pride and cements our identity in something greater than us. Now, if any of this is actually going to lead to any real good, anybody who endures anything needs a goal to push them on. Now, I've never been much of a distance runner, but when doing runs in high school gym class, I still had to push myself because I was competitive. So I'd always be looking to the next checkpoint thinking, I just have to make it to that tree. When I got there, I'd think I just have to make it to that car, and then that building, and then the finish line, etc. Now we have a race to run that lasts our lifetime, and if we're going to endure, we need a goal. As the writer of Hebrews says, let us run the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus. He is the goal the pioneer and perfecter of faith. It was for the joy set before him that he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and he sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. All of this may sound well and good, but how can we be sure that we'll be able to do this? Well, it's because of what the writer of Hebrews calls in verse 1, the great cloud of witnesses. And no, this cloud of witnesses isn't a bunch of people that are watching us, watching our every move, seeing if we make the right decision. These are a bunch of people who have lived before us, the people who didn't turn away from God despite hardship, things like torture and exile, persecution and being prisoners. All these men and women who were strengthened by God to the very end, knowing he was with them and would save them. You can read about all of these people throughout the Bible, and specifically they are mentioned in Hebrews chapter 11, right before this. And take a look at what we are promised if we endure. This is all in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 22. He says, You have come to Mount Zion, to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem. You have come to thousands upon thousands of angels in joyful assembly, to the church of the firstborn, whose names are written in heaven. You have come to God, the judge of all, to the spirits of righteous made perfect, to Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant. And then jump down to verse 28. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful and so worship God acceptably with reverence and awe, for our God is a consuming fire. With God we can endure and we won't grow weary or lose heart. This is my prayer for all of you guys. God bless you. Thanks.